Praise the Lord, everybody. We are here live on the Summit Internet Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Tuggle, and this is the show that gets your week started off right. This is the show where the gospel is told and not sold, y'all. We praise God for this day, uh, Monday, this beautiful, beautiful Monday. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. And if you're listening to me right now, you are blessed, not because you're listening to me, because you are in the land of the living. Yes, God gave you another day of life. So we thank God for everybody that's uh, tuning into the Summit Internet Radio Podcast right now. Um, I want to give a brief shout out uh, to our sponsors. one, uh, I want to give a shout out to my boy, Angelo, who's um, doing big things over there in the photography game right now with his business, uh, Snap Photography. We want to give a, sh- a shout out to him. And we also want to give a special shout out uh, to my very own brother, Brother Marquis Barber, uh, who has a great business um, doing big things in the cleaning game right now. Um, he has his own cleaning service, the Kingdom Cleaning uh, Service. So we want to give a special shout out to him today. We are doing it big today because we have a great topic for you today. We are talking about the soul of a man, the importance of your soul, the importance of your soul. This is what we're talking about. This this is today's topic on today. So we're going to uh, talk about it today. We're going to talk about the importance of having your soul, where your soul is going to spend eternity. Does our soul spend eternity anywhere? And this is what these are the questions that we're going to answer today on the Summit Internet Radio Podcast show. And so buckle up. Well, sit back, buckle up and get ready for a great show, y'all. I'm going to come back after this break. So stay close, stay close while we're on the break. Go get your soda or some chips or something or whatever. If you're driving, stay on that wheel and listen to the Summit Internet Radio podcast. And I will be back with you after this break. God bless you. Praise the Lord, everybody. And we are back on the Summit Internet Radio Podcast. And I just want to say, um, I hope that you are having a beginning uh, blessed week. I know it's the start of a new week. I know it. we just got out of the weekend and all that. But I want to say, I hope you are having a very, very blessed uh, start of a week this uh, Monday. So, Today, we're talking about the soul of a man, the importance of your soul. And on today, uh, I, I, I want to talk about this because this is very, very important. The most important thing that we have in our life um, is our soul. Because our soul, when we talk about or when a person talks about the soul, it is not just talking about a 
person. It's not just talking about an object, but it is talking about your eternal life because um, your soul is the most important thing that you could ever have is your soul. And so today, in today's society, man does not care about a person's soul anymore. It's getting to the place where, um, and I and I've seen this through my through my growing up and my my children's uh, as my children grow up, I'm starting to see the way society is, and throughout my life, I'm starting to see the way society is, and society does not care. It is a place where you can do anything you want. Um, you can uh, go anywhere, say anything, do anything, uh, whatever you want to do, just go ahead and do it. And But that's not the way uh, the Lord wants it. And this is not the way the Lord wants it for us spiritually either. As far as our souls, um, there are many people that are selling their souls. And I'm not just talking about in the, the news and and in in the uh, celebrity status or whatever, because, you know, we hear about uh, singers selling their souls and we hear about all that. And this stuff is real. But I'm not just talking about them. I'm talking about just uh, natural, ordinary people are selling their souls to different things and they're giving their souls away for different things. And uh, on the spiritual side of it, they're selling their birthright because our spiritual birthright was to live a productive life, to live a blessed life and to make it to heaven. That's your birthright to be blessed throughout this life and to go to heaven. And so this is why this is the most important thing that you would ever have. And I know some of us, we have children. Some of us have, have um, you know, husbands and wives. And we have, uh, you might be single, but you, you, and you may not have any children, but you have things that are um, emotionally important to you. You have people in your life that are uh, uh important to you but the most important thing that you could ever have in your life is your soul and the reason why is because your soul lives on for eternity and eternity has no time in it eternity is out of time as we've we've talked about this before on pre on a a previous show um I did a show on uh, YouTube and you can go check that out if you if you would like to. Um, I did a show about the rapture of the church and we talked about the soul and talking about eternity and in eternity. There is no time as we as we all know, but the man's but man's soul has to spend eternity somewhere. And and in that in that um, topic of uh, talking about the rapture, um, we talked about um, 
is there a heaven? Is there a hell? Um, because some people believe in heaven and hell and some people don't. Some people believe that there is a purgatory that a, a man's soul will lie dormant, but it will not lie dormant. There is no purgatory. And yes, your soul has to go somewhere, either to heaven or to hell. And um, there are a lot of questions into uh, a man's soul. Um, the question, one of the questions that is been brought up through the ages is where does our soul go? Does it go to heaven? Does it go to hell? Does it go? Does it go to purgatory? And there are scriptures in the Bible that let us know that um, our souls go to heaven or to hell. There is no in between. There is no in between uh, black and white. There's gray. There is no gray area when it when you talk about your soul. So today um, I'm going to go to uh, a scripture real quick. And this is this uh, Jesus talking to us and letting us know um, what is going on, which is going on today. Believe it or not, this is going on today. And Jesus um, letting us know that we must deny ourselves, that we must deny ourselves. And follow him. And. And that we must care enough. We must care enough about our souls to deny ourselves, Deny our. And when I mean deny yourself. I mean deny your flesh. Deny the things of the world. For the pleasures that are waiting for us in heaven. So what this scripture is. Is Matthew chapter 16. Uh, verses 24 and through 26. And it says, Then said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. And whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it for what is for what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his soul or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul so what this is what this is saying to us is Jesus is telling us that if you deny your flesh if you deny your flesh, take up the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I know it says cross and I know it's not talking about a physical cross because Jesus already did this for us. It's not talking about the physical cross that Jesus went on, but it's saying taking up your taking up the bloodstained banner, taking up holiness taking up the salvation, picking up the salvation that God has placed for us, for our souls, 
and walking in the newness of life in him and following him and following what he wants us to do. Because I, I, I preached a sermon one time. It's, it was titled, Your Life is Not Your Own. And when you were born, God had a plan for you. God had a plan for all of us. God has a plan for all of us. And it is in his plan that we follow his plan. Somebody didn't catch that. Somebody didn't catch that. I'm going I'm I'm to repeat that. It is in his plan that we follow his plan for our life. Yeah, it's, it's, it's in his plan that we follow his plan. I said it a third time because his plan and his his leadership is better than ours. He knows our thoughts way before we think them. He knows us better than we know ourselves. And and the reason why we can say that, because if we go to Genesis chapter number two, verse seven, he created our souls. He breathed the breath of life. And man became a living soul. So if we have this, if we uh, follow Jesus Christ, we will make it to heaven. And it says in this verse, in in verse 25, um, it says, For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. And whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. This now this uh, doesn't mean that you that you're that you are trapped. It doesn't mean that you're trapped. It doesn't mean that you are. Um, and what I mean by trapped, it doesn't mean that you're physically going to lose your life. But it might come to that because there are people in foreign countries that have preached the gospel. There were people, there's examples all in the Bible where they gave their life for the Lord. They lost their life for the Lord's sake. Now, some sometimes you, it, it, people have, even in this, uh, even in today's time, they have lost their life for the Lord's sake. There are people that do not like this gospel. There are people that deny this gospel all the time. But if if you if you go and you follow him and you don't worry about all that other stuff, if you don't worry about the world's status and you follow the Lord's status, you and you separate yourself denying your flesh and care about the things of God rather than the things of of the world, then you will make it. Then your soul will make it into heaven. And what I mean by that is it's not saying that you can't do any anything earthly. It's not saying that what it's saying is the things that will cause you to miss the mark. Will you the, 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 the things that will cause you to miss heaven? Because if you don't and this is for saved or unsaved, if you don't make it into heaven, 
then you're lost. If we don't make it into heaven, we have lost our spiritual birthright. We, when we were created, like I said earlier, when we were created, the Lord had us underneath a a um, a redemption plan. He had us in a perfect in a perfect realm to where. It was to be blessed. And it started at the Garden of Eden. But because of the fall of Adam, we lost our birthright. But Jesus came and died for the sins of the world. You'll hear me talk about it all all on the show that Jesus came into the world and he died for the sins of mankind to give us back our birthright that we lost. But it's up to us to take on that birthright. And that birthright includes heaven. It doesn't just include blessings down here. It doesn't just include greatness down here. It doesn't just include uh, cars, clothes and money and all that, all that stuff. But it includes at the end of it all, your soul going to heaven. That would that is what that birth that spiritual birthright included. He made sure that when he died, that you had a way to make it to heaven. But it's up to us. And we see a lot of people selling their self self short. They're selling their self short for anything and everything. That's why um, the Bible says that there is going to be a great falling away. Now that's for the church. This is talking about the church. This is talking about uh, the people that are going to church that uh, claim to be saved and they they fall away from what, what they first known. They fell out of love with Christ and they fail and they miss their birthright. But just like my my pastor says, he says it all the time. Uh, And he said this um, at Triumphant Faith. He says in that verse, it says there shall be a great falling away. But in that verse, your name was not written there. So you don't have to be in that great falling away because your name wasn't written in that verse. So. If you lose out on heaven, you've lost your birthright. You lost your spiritual birthright. And it it says if we lose our life for Christ, that means giving up giving up the things of the flesh, giving up the things of the world, giving up the giving up the clubbing. Come on here. Giving up the 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 the, the drinking, the smoking, the cussing, the whatever it might be. Whatever might be holding you back, the bitterness, uh huh. It, it doesn't just the. It's not just. It's not just the drinking and the clubbing and the and the smoking and the and the drugging and and the and, and the sexing and all that stuff. It ain't just that. It's the bitterness. It's the backbiting. It's the lying. It's the cheating. It's the. It, it's all that. If you give up all of that, 
all that sin that 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 separates you from from the Lord Jesus Christ. All that iniquity and you receive him, then your soul will make it in to heaven. Now, if you don't want to receive it, God is not a man that he will force himself upon you. He's not going to force his plan of salvation on you. The devil, the devil, the devil tries to force us into doing stuff. He is some, and, and, and I say he is a con artist. I call the devil a con artist. And this is the reason why. Because he makes things look so great. He makes things look, and he does the opposite. If you've ever seen, if you've ever seen, um, you've ever read the word of God. And if you ever read things about the, about the devil in the word of God, he does everything opposite to the Lord. He tries to copycat the Lord because he and let me let me say this. The reason why the enemy wants your soul, and this is the this is this is the the whole thing of why the devil wants your soul. This is the whole thing because he hates God. And he feels like this. If I can get your soul, if I can get if I can get that man's soul, if I can get that woman's soul, then I'm hurting God. I'm hurting God because he knows his time is short. The devil knows his time is short. He, he, It's about done. It's about over for him, for him anyways. But there are people that are going there. And I hate to say this, but it's true. It's true. People in the Bible talks about this. Narrow is the way. Narrow is the way. There is a there's a straight way to get to heaven, and that's through holiness. That's through uh, baptism in Jesus name. That's through receive. That's through salvation. That's through receiving the precious gift of the Holy Ghost, speaking in tongues as the spirit of God gives the utterance. And after you've done that, you live a holy life. That's what it is. That's that's it. That's that's simply it. That's it right there in a nutshell. But if we if if we continue, because there is a scripture says that must we continue in seeing that grace may abide. And this is where this is what I don't like about um, the the ain'ts. And I'm going to call them the ain'ts because uh, there's there's and the reason why I say ain'ts is because there's saints and there's ain'ts. And the ain'ts tell you God's grace is sufficient. And it is. They're not lying about that. God's grace is sufficient. God, he, he's a sufficient grace giving God. But the Bible says, must we continue in sin that grace may abide? God forbid. Yes, the Lord forgives us of our sins. And yes, the Lord keeps on forgiving us. There might be some sins that you might commit that you don't even know that you're committing a sin because there's sins of commission and there's sins of omission. But those sins, 
those sins that you know that you know that you know that you're doing, that you know is wrong. And you keep you keep asking God for forgiveness and you keep. Now, there are some people that are having a struggle and I and I'm not I'm not here to to weigh in on one way or another. I'm not here to weigh in on that. But what I'm here to to do is to tell to tell people. What I'm here to do is to tell people that there is a sufficient God that gives out grace. But we can't we because of our souls, our souls are more important. We cannot put ourselves in grace just to keep sinning. We cannot put ourselves. Oh, uh, the Lord knows my heart. No, that's an excuse. That's an excuse. That ain't no. That, 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 that no. Uh. Uh-uh. Your soul is too important. Your soul is too important for you to miss out. Because on the other side of that coin, on one side of the coin is heaven, and on the other side of that coin is hell. And and if and. By the end of it all, I don't even want my worst enemy going to hell. And this is what it's about. If this is what the gospel is about, to preach unto people, to preach unto the nations about heaven and to and how to get there. This is what it's all about. This is what it's all about. And if you're and if you don't do it the way that God says do it. It's just like going to school. It's just like going to uh, college. If you don't do our college, middle school, high school, whatever, elementary school, whatever. If you don't do what that teacher tells you to do, you're not going to get that grade. Amen. If you don't follow the work the way the work says, if you don't follow the directions the way that work says to be done, you're not going to get that grade that you want. You're going to get an F. You're gonna get an F. I I told I told my oldest son the other day. Hey, look, if you if you wanna get uh 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 money, you gotta do the work. Cause we let him do chores around the house and he gets money for it and everything. But if you don't do the work, it's just like a job. If you don't do the work, you don't get the check. If you don't if you don't surrender your life at at the time you go to work, you are underneath that boss's authority. When you're at your job, you're underneath that boss's authority. You're not underneath your own authority. You don't do it the way you want to do it. You do it the way the boss tells you to do it. Amen. That's the same way with that's the same way with God. We do it the way the Lord tells us to. Because if we don't, we miss out. If we look, I'm gonna put it this way: If you tell, if your boss tells you to go, um, now I will say this: If 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 man tells you something wrong, if man tells you something wrong, then if man tells you something wrong, then it's wrong. Don't listen to it. But if they're telling you something right, then it's okay. Follow that. But we're gonna uh, we're gonna uh, come out of this real quick, and we're gonna go to a commercial break, and we will be 
right back after this break. Stay tuned with the Summit Internet Radio Podcast because we're going to dive deeper into this in Jesus' name. We'll be right back. God bless you. Praise the Lord, everybody. We are back live on the Summit Internet Radio Podcast Show. Man, I'm so happy to be with you on today. We are talking about the soul of a man, the importance of your soul. This is this is the topic that we have today. And on today, we were we were going through uh, Matthew chapter number 16 verses 24 through through 26 and now i i want to talk about uh the things that uh separate us from making heaven our home because it it's a big thing and this is what keeps our souls out of heaven now you might say um you know, I'm going to heaven because, you know, uh, I'm a morally good person. I haven't done anything wrong. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't do this. I don't do that. Uh, I've never done this. I've never done that. But, but if you are born, you were born in shaping in sin. You were born in shaping in iniquity. So this is where we, this is the reason why we need salvation. This is the reason why uh, we need to be filled with the Holy Ghost so that our souls might be able to go to heaven. And I heard a sermon one time, and this is for uh, the people that say that, well, I'm a morally good person and You know, I haven't done anything wrong, but I heard a sermon one time and it was preached uh, by a bishop by the name of Bishop uh, William L. Harris. And um, he talked about this and the title of this sermon was Morally Good is Not Good Enough. And this is what this is. This is the part of. Our salvation, being morally good, is not is not good enough. You must have for your soul to make it into heaven. You must have the Holy Ghost. You must have salvation. You must take on salvation. You must take on uh, holiness. And you might say, "Well, I don't do anything wrong. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not." cussing, I'm not drinking, I'm not fornicating, I'm not cheating, I'm not I'm not gambling, I'm not doing none of this stuff. I'm not doing any of it. But because of what it says in Psalms 51 verse number 5. It says, "I was shaping in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me." Because of that verse, we need salvation because of that your sins need to be washed away so that your soul might go to heaven so 
You might be a morally good person, but you were still born in sin. Because it says in Psalm 51 verse 5, we just read it. In sin did my mother conceive me. That means everybody. If you were born, you were born in sin and you were shaping in iniquity. So this is the reason why. And you might say, well, well, I, I, I know I, I, I know my loved one and I'm not here. And this is this is not a knock to anybody's religion or anybody's belief or anybody that believes what they. This is not a knock to that. But what I'm saying is. By what the Bible says, the only way our souls make it into heaven is through salvation, through Acts 2 and 38. And then after Acts 2 and 38, we must receive, we must receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. We must receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, speaking in tongues as the Spirit gives utterance. This is the evidence that we have the Holy Ghost. Amen. So if we if we receive the Holy Ghost and we live the life that God has called for us to live, like I said before, he in in his plan is our plan for our life. In his plan is our plan for our life. He has already he already had a plan set up for us. We saw it. At the beginning in Genesis when he created Adam. That was his plan. His plan for us was to live prosperous. Yes. To live prosperous. To live to live a blessed life. And to go to heaven. But, but Satan. Because he hated God. He snuck his ugly head. He snuck his ugly head and told a lie. Because the devil, just as well as the Lord has his word, the devil knows the word of God. And he knows how to uh, construct and make it sound like it's sound like it's the word, but it's really a lie. And that's what he does. He makes it sound convincing. The devil will make it sound so convincing that that we might believe it. And the devil is shrewd. I call it, like I said earlier, that I call the devil a con artist. He paints us a beautiful picture. He paints us a beautiful picture wrapped up in sin. He makes it sound so good to us. He makes it sound uh, the, 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 the going... The clubbing. He makes it sound so good. He makes he makes it sound so good and so ravishing and so elegant. But at the end of it, at the end of it, there's a loss. With 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 the Lord, everything that He has in His plan for our life, there's a great gain in it. But everything that the devil has set up for us is a great loss. Remember that if you don't take anything out of this, out of this topic today, remember, if you don't take anything out of this, like I said, with the Lord, 
there is great gain. And what the enemy, what the enemy has conjured up for us, there's a great loss. We lose so much participating in sin, participating in iniquity. We lose so much. Man has lost so much stuff. Man has lost so many great blessings because of sin, because of iniquity. But if we hold on, take up our cross, take up salvation and follow him. Do you know that our souls, our bodies, our hearts, our minds will be blessed to the fullest capacity that it could ever be in over, over that capacity. But we have to follow him. We have to, because it says it in, in Matthew chapter, chapter uh, 16, verse 26. I read it earlier. What? What shall a man give in exchange for his soul? There's nothing worth your soul. You can't buy this. There's nothing in this world that you can give in exchange for your soul. Because that's talking about eternity. And like we said earlier, eternity has no time limit. Eternity. If you want to be blessed, I guarantee you. Follow, follow the, the plan of salvation. I encourage you today. I was in service on yesterday. Um, and three souls went down in Jesus name. Shout out to uh, co-pastor uh, Cosette uh, Trotman Tuggle. My, my uh, first lady and slash co-pastor. She preached an awesome word on last night. We went to a service and she preached an awesome word. And all all she was talking about was salvation. Getting your soul ready to meet heaven. Getting your soul ready to meet the Lord. Preached an awesome word. But we, in in our natural state of mind, society has called right wrong and wrong right but we have to take a stand we if you don't take a stand for anything else take a stand for your soul stand up for your own soul because your soul is at stake my soul is at stake your soul is at stake man's soul is at stake and when you get and when you get in alignment with god then you can tell somebody else how to be delivered You can tell somebody else how to receive that joy, how to receive what the Lord has for them. The Bible says, my soul shall make her boast in the Lord and the humble shall hear thereof and be glad. The the humble shall hear thereof and be glad. That means people. When you get your soul together, when you when you come into the alignment where God wants you to be, don't you know that you will be blessed beyond measure and you can tell your testimony of how God saved you, how God delivered you, how God brought you out. Because there are people in this 
in this society, in the society, in the world that we are living in, that want salvation, that want to be free, but they're prisoners to their own sin. They're prisoners and the devil has them captive and the Lord has set out the plan of salvation, but they, they're either, they're, they either want one more night with the frogs, as my former pastor used to say. I'll do it tomorrow. There's a song. There's a gospel song out there that was sang many, many years ago by the by the Winans. Uh, and it was called Tomorrow. I'll give my life tomorrow. I thought about today, but it's so much easier to say tomorrow. But tomorrow, the Bible says tomorrow is not promised. To anybody, life is like a vapor. Life is like a vapor. It appears for a little while and then it vanishes away. We see so many people going up out of here day to day, time after time. You see people getting gunned down. You see people getting, you see people getting in car accidents, any type of way, just tragically losing their lives. And then, where does your soul go? Don't worry about... Look, the Bible says, don't worry about... And I'm paraphrasing. Don't worry about what man can do to kill the body. But worry about where your soul gonna go. Worry about who, who has dominion over your soul. And at the end of the day... At the end of the day, when your body, when you die, yeah, your body goes back to the ground from which it came. That's why there is no purgatory. Your soul lives on. Without that soul being in that body, that body does not live. Just like that body needs food and water, that body needs a soul. Your body is just nothing but a shell for your soul to live in. That's why this is the soul of a man. The soul of a man, your soul, uh, your your soul lives on after this life. But it's up to you where your soul is going to go. Is it going to go to heaven or is it going to go to hell? It's up to you. It's up to you to make that choice. The Bible says, choose ye this day whom you will serve. You have to make a choice. Every day we make choices. Every day we have a choice to choose what we're going to wear, to work, or to school. We have a choice on what we're going to eat. We have a choice on where we're going to live. We have choices every day. But this choice, this choice, is an eternal choice. And once you make that choice, you can't go back and change it. There are there are people that made mistakes throughout their life and everybody has made mistakes throughout their life. I've made mistakes. You've made mistakes. Your friend has made mistakes. Your relatives have made mistakes. My relatives have made mistakes. And there are some mistakes that we can't go back and change. There are some that we can, but this, this if we make the mistake of not wanting to live for Christ 
If we make the mistake of not wanting to follow the plan of salvation in our soul and we lift up our eyes in eternity in hell, we cannot change that mistake. That is a mistake that cannot be erased. That is a mistake. You got one opportunity, one chance to make that right. You got one chance. And while you're living, you can make that choice. Like I said before, choose ye this day whom you will serve. If your God be God, serve God. If your God be Baal, serve Baal. What that scripture is saying, that is the scripture in the Bible that says, if your God be God, serve God. If your God be Baal, serve Baal. What Baal means, the enemy, the devil. If you want to go and live it up and party it up and do whatever. And this ain't just for sinners. This is for saints too. Or the ain'ts. This is for both sides. If you calling yourself saved and you out there clubbing it up and living it up and doing all this stuff that you so-called big and bad enough to do and you not doing one minute you in church and next minute you out the church and the next one Monday through Monday through Saturday you you living it up the any way you want to live it up and on Sunday you in the church um dancing and shouting and all that stuff you living in vain you are living in vain but it's time to get it right now it's time to get it right now because the coming of the Lord is at hand the soul of a man is at, is on the judgment block right now If you have salvation, you are being judged now. If you do not have salvation, you do not want to stand before God at the white throne of judgment. Will you live? And this is the this is the question that I have for everybody, whether you be saint or sinner. Whether you be saved or unsaved, will you lift up your eyes when you cross over into eternity? Will you lift up your eyes in hell or will you lift up your eyes in heaven? It's up to you. It's up to you to make that choice. What will you get? Will you give partying? Will that be an exchange for your soul? Will lying be an exchange for your soul? Will Will bitterness be in exchange for your soul? Will hating somebody be in exchange for your soul? Is that what you're going to give in exchange for your soul? You hate somebody because of the color of their skin. You hate somebody because of the way they look. You hate somebody because of the way, because of what they said to you. Man, woman, boy, and girl, you better get rid of that today. Because he's he's coming back for a church. He's not coming back for denomination. Get that out of your head too. He ain't just coming back for apostolic. He ain't just coming back for Baptist, Trinitarian, whatever your religion might be. He is coming back for a church that had made themselves ready. That had been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. That has followed Acts 2 and 38. I don't care what religion you are. If you follow the plan of salvation... 
if you have followed it, if you have followed Acts 2 and 38 and you are preaching holiness and you are living holiness, you are going to heaven. No, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. But if you are not, you will. You will. If you don't get it right, if you don't get it right, if a person does not get it right, you will, you will see hell. You will lift up your eyes in hell if you don't get it right. If man does not, and I'm not, I'm not just singling out a a certain person. I'm talking about in general. I'm talking about man in general. I'm talking about people in general. If you, me, Whoever, if we don't get it right before the Lord comes back or before you take your last breath, you will. Because sin cannot enter into heaven. When the devil was kicked out of heaven, that was when sin was kicked out of heaven. Because he thought he was above God. That was a sin. He wanted to be above God. And he said, there'll be no gods before me. So if you have a God before the Lord Jesus Christ, then you then it's a sin. The devil sinned. So he got himself kicked out of heaven. So once he did that, there will be no more sin partaken in heaven. There will be no more iniquity in heaven. It can't enter. So if you if you're weighed down by sin. If you're weighed down by your iniquities, whether by birth or by you living your life in sin, either way it goes, you got you got to have your sins remitted. You have to lay aside every weight. If you're weighed down by sin, if you're weighed down by, come on here, if you're weighed down by iniquity, if you're weighed down by hating somebody, if you're weighed down by bitterness, if you're weighed down by drunk. By, by alcohol, if you're weighed down by drugs, if you're weighed down by any of that, if you're weighed down by club, any of that stuff, separate yourself. Make a choice today. Make that, I encourage you to make that choice. I'll plead with you. My father says it all the time. I don't, he, he don't beg nobody to do nothing. But he begs people to be saved. He will beg you to be saved, to come unto this great salvation, to come, to come boldly to the throne of grace and repent of your sins and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, to go down in his name, to come up in the newness of life, to come up as a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, it all things become new. Once you say the old man, the old you, the old man will die a spiritual death. You're bent. Once you repent, you're, 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 you're saying, I'm going to kill this old man of mine. And everything dead got to be buried. And once you go down in Jesus name, that's your spiritual burial. And once you come up, you come up as a new creature. You come up in the newness of life. And once you receive the Holy Ghost, speaking in tongues, the speaking in tongues is the evidence that you have that Holy Ghost. You have the Lord living on the inside of you. I had somebody tell me one time that, hey, I have the Lord around me. 
He's always around me. I said, yes, he is. You're right. Correct. It's good to have him around you. You're right. But it's better to have him on the inside of you. Walking around on the inside of you. There's an old song that that an elder used to sing at, at, at my former church. He used to say, used to sing this song called Walk Around. Walk around in me. Walk around in me. My soul is happy. My mind is free. Walk around, Lord Jesus, walk around, walk around, walk around in me. I love the fact that Jesus can walk around in me. Because he's not going to dwell in an unclean place. If there's sin in your life, he's not going to dwell on the inside of you. He's not going to dwell on the inside of me. He's not going to dwell inside that girl, that boy, that woman, that man. If there's sin in there, light and darkness have no fellowship. If there's darkness in you, he's not going to dwell there because he's the light of the world. He came that you might have life and that more abundantly. This is the soul. I'm talking about your soul. I'm talking about eternity now. I'm not talking about all this brick and mortar. I'm not talking about the clothes, the money, the fine cars and all that, the prosperity and and all that stuff. I'm talking about being blessed spiritually. Because all of that stuff, the cars, the clothes and the money and all that stuff, the financial blessings and all that stuff, all that stuff going to wither away one day. You can't take none of that with you. Whether, whether you lift up your eyes in heaven or in hell, you can't take none of that with you. My grandmother used to say that. My great-grandmother used to tell us all the time as, as her great-grandchildren, uh, you can't take none of that with you, baby. Honey, you can't take none of that with you. You can't even take the clothes on your back with you. Because you're going to be... It, it, it's, and let me let me give you a, a, a little a little nugget on what heaven's gonna be like. Let me give you a little nugget of what hell was gonna be like. Real quick, before we wrap this up, I'm gonna give you a little a little nugget of what heaven is gonna be like first. If you do not, and I'm gonna give this this analogy. If you go to church or if you don't and I'm not judging here but if you've ever been to a church that praises the Lord if you've been to a church that's loud I'm talking about the praises are going high I mean just gone in the spirit you see somebody shouting you see somebody praising the Lord you see somebody dancing before the Lord That's what it's going to be like in heaven, but it's going to be loud. I hear people sometimes say, well, I don't have to go to church to have a relationship with God. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. The Bible backs it up. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go unto the house of the Lord. In the house of the Lord, you can find your blessing in the house of the Lord. Now, I know this is another topic for another day, but in the house, what you need is in the house. 
Your blessing is in the house. The word that you need is in the house. You can't receive. Look, you can sit there. You might say, well, I read my Bible. I can pray at home. I can read my Bible at home. Yes, but there are also distractions at home. And yes, there might be some distractions in the church. Because you might have Sister Sally over here uh, trying to do whatever. But you have to you have to look unto God. You have to look unto God. You have to. You 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 have to. But it's gonna be praising and worshiping. It's gonna be church every every day. That's what heaven's gonna be like. It's gonna be loud. So if you don't like a lot, if you don't like a loud church, if you don't like a a service that when people go crazy and you see people running throughout the church and you see people praising the Lord throughout the church, you don't want to go to heaven because it's going to be a lot louder than what we're doing down here. And you know why? Because your body's going to be changed. This this old body is going to be changed. It's going to be going from mortal to immortality. There won't be no sicknesses on that body. There won't be any hurts and pains on that body. Won't be no aging on that body. Won't be no more death. But you'll be able to praise the Lord to the fullest extent like you want to. And you won't have to stop because you won't lose no energy. Now let me give you a little brief of what hell is going to be like. Hell is going to be where maggots and worms will eat at your flesh. Where, where the fire is going to be burning you. And it's going to, where the fire is going to be burning you, and it's not even going to be quenched. There's going to be gnashing of teeth. And every sermon that you've ever heard, every bit of Every bit of the Holy Ghost that you've ever heard is going to be played back in your mind every day and you're going to be tormented. The smell is going to smell. It's going to be a nasty smell and you're going to be in utter darkness. You're going to be mocked. You're going to be ridiculed. That's what hell is going to be like. Some people say I'm going to have a party in hell. Ain't going to be no party in hell. It's not going to be a party. It's going to be sure destruction. It's going to be a spiritual death. It's going to be a spiritual death. I rather, and I'm going to use this and then we're going we gonna to go home. We, I would rather live twice and die once than to die twice and live once I'm going to say it again I would rather live twice and die once than to die twice and live once a lot of people say they want to go to heaven but like like I've said on previous shows there's a lot of great NBA players there's a lot of great NFL players but very few very few go into the hall of fame that's the same way about heaven
There's a whole lot of people that want to go to heaven, but the narrow is the way. There's a way. The Bible says there is a way that seemeth right to man, but the end thereof, the end thereof is death. So, amen. I hope that this, that this topic blessed you on today. We pray that you have a very, very blessed week. Again, we want to show love to our sponsors on to, on today. Um, we want to show love to, uh, my boy Angelo again on his uh, company Snap Photography doing real big in the uh, photography game right now. We want to show love to him. We also want to show love to Marquise Barber, my very own brother uh, in the natural and in the spiritual uh, for his business, Kingdom Cleaning Service. Uh, we love you guys. We also want to show love to uh, Jermaine Wallace who has Fresh Fades Barbering Service. Um, he is a mobile barber right here in the city of Indianapolis. All three of these businesses are right here in the city of Indianapolis. If you ever want any of their services, uh, the cleaning service by Marquise Barber, the photography uh, business by uh, my boy Angelo, or if you need uh, a barber, uh, you can call, uh, you can hit, hit uh, Jermaine Wallace up, go to my Facebook page, look up these names and they will give you a great price for their great services in their businesses. Amen. So at the, as I say, at the end of every show, as it stated in Acts 2 and 38, then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. This is the only way, the only way to see the Lord's face in peace. This is the only way biblically to see the Lord's face in peace. This is the only way to make it to heaven. Until next time, I hope you have a blessed week. I, ho I hope and pray that you have abundancy, abundancy of blessings on this week and on the weekend. We will see you next Monday for another uh, blessed show. This is the show that, that gets your week started off right. This is the show where the gospel is told and not so. This is the show. That you can be blessed and be inspired. This is the Summit Internet Radio Podcast. And until next week, I will see you. Hallelujah. God bless you. I love you. This is your host, Adam Tuggle of the Summit Internet Radio Podcast Show. God bless you. We'll see you next week.